Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Rejoice over her, thou heavens, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall the great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. Revelations chapter 18 verses 20 through 21. In chapter 18 of the book of Revelations, we read of the sudden destruction of a future city that is reminiscent in function and spirit of Babylon. It is a coastal city with a harbor that receives many ships. It is a center of trade for the world, or as we might say it in modern language, a world trade Center. It is run by evil, selfish, greedy businessmen who worship wickedness. And through hidden craftiness and open laws of lawlessness have caused the death of Christians and of the innocent around the world. As well as the destruction of the souls of men through its wicked influences. This great city, according to this prophecy, is destroyed in one hour. The smoke of her burning is seen rising from afar off, though none will dare go close to it. So great and so fearful is her sudden destruction. The merchants of the world weep and wail. This will cause an economic catastrophe of unprecedented proportions that will ripple through the global economy. It will cause the downfall of nations and empires. It will be a fearful thing to the wealthy, to those who trust in mammon, materialism, and this Babylonian world system. Yet at the end of this vivid description Of its destruction. Do we read the passage. That we opened with. Where Jesus. Who is giving the prophecy of this event. Commands both heaven and the saints. To rejoice over it. To the true prophets and apostles of God. He says to be grateful. For its downfall. For it is the Lord himself. Who has caused this judgment to come. Upon this wicked system. It looked so good on the outside. But within it. Was the blood of the saints. And the innocent. And the Lord himself. Will avenge it. When it is least expected. In one hour. A city that is likened unto no other. World famous and admired. Will be brought to ruin. Smoke and ashes because of pride, sin, rebellion, and wickedness. Oh, church, remember this. Not everything that seems destructive in the moment 
is the work of Satan. Sometimes God simply must judge pride and move in defense of the innocent. So great is the wickedness, be it open or hidden. Whether you see it or not, whether you benefit from its existence or not. O believer in the life testimony words and teachings of Jesus, sometimes you have to sacrifice. And allow God to tear down the towers of Babylon to stop the plans of hell from prevailing. Sometimes the systems fall because of righteous judgments. Sometimes you have to rejoice with heaven that they will no longer have the power to devour the innocent. While weeping with Jesus over those not because God does not delight in judgment yet does he want you to know today when this happens that he did it for you to protect and to defend you from their wicked plots plans, deceptions, ambitions doctrines of demons, devices and evil intentions He sees the end from the beginning and acts accordingly with unmatched wisdom. He defends the defenseless and the remnant of his children and he judges wickedness. Yes, this city will be destroyed in an instant. Yes, there is a reason for it. Yes, heaven rejoices because its evil is laid waste. Yes, the Lord would have rathered revival in this place, that souls would have been saved, but they would not have it. So will they see his glory in the form of judgment. Great is his faithfulness unto us who believe and humble before his majesty. But for the wicked, the prideful, and the unbelieving, terrible and fearful is his coming. Either way, there will be a humbling. For as we read in Isaiah chapter 5 verse 14, that hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth wide without measure, and their glory and their multitude and their pomp And he that rejoiced in his wickedness shall descend into it. And the mean man shall be brought down, and the mighty man shall be humbled. And the eyes of the lofty, they shall be humbled. But the Lord of hosts, he will be exalted in judgment. And the God that is holy shall be sanctified in righteousness. Therefore, woe unto them that draw iniquity with cords of vanity, and sin, as it were, with a court rope. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink that justify the wicked 
for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him by doing it. Oh, preacher, you better preach the truth of God's word and not allow men to sin or remain in rebellion to the teachings of Jesus for the sake of money or vainglory. Because as the passage continues to warn, it says that the fire will devour the stubble and the flame shall consume the chaff. And their root shall be as rottenness who have done this. And their blossom shall go up as dust. Because that they have cast away the law of the Lord of hosts and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore is the anger of the Lord kindled against this people. And he hath stretched forth his hand against them. So Father, we come before you today in humble submission and repentance. O Lord, let each heart confess their sins to you directly, to acknowledge that they are rebellion against your word and your teaching, that we, as David said, have sinned against you and you only. Therefore, do we ask you for forgiveness? Do we choose repentance, which means to turn away from it, to give it up completely, to ask to be washed by your blood and filled with your spirit and empowered by your grace to walk in obedience. We surrender all. We give our life to you. Use it for your purpose, for your glory. Do what no man can do. Make us holy. Lord, we want to be more like you. Let every desire and lust and pride and envy and thought and intention and ambition of the flesh be brought to nothing. And let your goodness be made manifest in the earth through us. Produce the fruits of your spirit and walk out your goodwill. Preach the good news of your gospel to the nations, to the meek, to the weak, to the poor, to the lonely, to the broken. Bring deliverance, bring healing, open blinded eyes, help men to see the greater things of your kingdom. Give us the boldness to speak what we ought those things that we do not know, but that by your spirit you bring the revelation of it. And by the anointing you help men to grab hold of the truth and be set free from the lies of the enemy that keep men in bondage and captivity. When you have come to set us free and whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Oh, where the spirit of the Lord is, there truly is. Liberty, so take your liberty in me. And once having addressed our own sin and come before you in humble repentance, Lord, we lift up a cry for the innocent. Father, that you would be the defender of the defenseless, that you would move against those that bring unnecessary suffering. Oh, Lord, that you would put an end to it, Lord. But we don't pray for their hurt or their harm, Lord. We pray for their deliverance, Lord. We pray that you would move in such a mighty, undeniable, impossible way that even the rebellious would be humbled and have to say that there is no God but our God, that you are holy, you are righteous, you are truth, and that all men ought to bend the knee to serve, and to believe you. And let us rejoice when the systems of wickedness are laid low, 
Let us praise you as we draw ever close to the day of your returning. Let us believe the words that you have spoken enough to keep singing and preaching and decreeing the teachings and words of Jesus, not least among them, the power of your resurrection and the promise of a coming new Jerusalem, the resurrection of the dead, the great promise that we have been granted through being adopted into the family of faithful Abraham. Oh Lord, we praise you for your goodness and your faithfulness. And when things seem fearful, when it seems like Egypt is falling down around us, let us remember that we ask, for deliverance, that faithful are you who hears the cry of the remnant. Oh Lord, you will end the suffering. But when the kingdom of God starts coming, you better believe that things will be shaken. Things will start changing. It's not going to stay the same way that it's been. Could we really in good conscience Ask for it to stay as it has been. Yes, it may have been comfortable for some, but it has been destruction for many, for the meek and the innocent. Oh Lord, do what you need to. We trust your wisdom. We pray merely today for a multitude of salvations, for an outpouring of revelation for an infilling of your spirit, for the abundance of your graces, and for faith to endure with patience the race that is set before us, that when you return, you will find faith in the earth, in us, your faithful remnant, your sons and daughters, the children of the kingdom. Don't be distracted by the pixels. Pull back and see the bigger picture. Our God is in control and moves in perfect wisdom. Lord, we cry out against the sins and the abominations of the land. Lord, we speak our disagreement with them. Let us not be found guilty with blood on our hands by acquiescence. We will preach righteousness like Noah did. O Lord, we pray for the peace of the place where you have placed us, as you called the Israelite children to do when they went into captivity in Babylon. You called them to be prophets in the midst of Babylon. O Lord, let us not be consumed by the culture like Samson was and lose our power, glory, and anointing, but let us stand with boldness like Elijah did and call fire down from heaven and say, Lord, you've got to step in and stop the suffering. You've got to defend your children. You've always done it. You will not fail us now. You will walk with us in the midst of the fires just like you did for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But humble the prideful and preserve the humble. Raise them up from the dunghill. And put a crown on them like only you can. That we might be reminded once again that you are the one that raises up kings. And you are also the one 
that removes them. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.